Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindres Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. Live or love the Western lifestyle? Then Wheeler's Western Outfitters and Bernie is your dream store. Hi, I'm Dale Garner. With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers, and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. We believe in quality products, honest advice, and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10, and Bernie, or Wheeler'sTX.com. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories told on the show reveal God in new ways. We look in the mirror of our dogs. In the reflection, we find aha moments, bringing to light a deeper understanding of love, value, purpose, and belonging. Find us at GodInOurDogs.com. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs pages on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube, where you will find bonus material from our guests. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including T. David Phillips, CPA, Cynthia Parsons, Commercial Real Estate, Tusculum Brewing, and Cibolo Family Medicine. We have four guests today in a theme pack. Shows featuring guests from previous God and Our Dog shows with similar themes and topics. Our guests today in order of appearance are Jill Powell with Canines for Christ, Tom Allred, the amputee nomad, Connie Klein, executive director of Hill Country Mission for Health, and Dan Rosell, missionary in Panama. Our theme for the show today is Transformation. What is transformation? How does it happen? Is there a process? What can we learn from our dogs, especially dogs that have a past? We begin with Jill Powell, a chaplain and the marketing director for Canines for Christ. Jill is an avid dog lover rescuing and rehoming dogs, as well as caring for her home pack. To be a chaplain with Canines for Christ, you need to have a dog. Jill recently retired her dog from service. God provided not one, but two rescues who became her service dogs. God was very gracious in providing a dog for us at that time. So Molly, a friend of ours and myself, we were out and about. I used to own a little dog training business called Lone Star Pet Express. We were out kind of marketing for Lone Star Pet Express and dropping off brochures and business cards and making our rounds. And we were actually out in the Spring Branch, Texas area. Uh And we stopped at Strutty's. And there's a dog outside in the hot sun 
crated outside and we're kind of like, oh, that's kind of different. So we walked in giving brochures and, you know, just saying, hey, here's this business. Um, what's the dog doing out there? Um, and they said, oh, well, we found the dog running on the highway. Obviously needed to get the dog off the highway, uh, was not chipped, no caller, no one was responding onto their Facebook pleas. So they were going to turn her over, that was Molly at the time, to a shelter that happened to be a kill shelter as well. Molly just has a really gentle spirit about her. And we serve at a local elementary school as a reading buddy. And one day as we were walking between classes and seeing the students that we read with, a whole class of fourth graders were out in the hallway and the teacher asked, you know, can we pet Molly? And I said, of course. And so the whole class kind of gathered around her. I really couldn't see her at that point. There was a leash with something, you know, I knew she was still down there, but she was surrounded by children. But then all of a sudden Molly was just gently walking towards a little girl that was in this, this circle and was just right there gently in her face and the teacher leaned over and she said I want you to know that that is my only special needs child in my classroom and she's had a really rough day so the teacher and I there was a little tear uh, but again just seeing Molly you can't train that that's I believe a gift given to her by God to be able to seek out people that need that special encouragement, love, or comfort in those situations. It's just amazing the sense, that sixth sense that some dogs have, just like people. Mm-hmm. There are people like that as well. Yeah. So how about Rocco? What's Rocco like? Uh, that dock diving <laughs> Rocco as a therapy dog. <laughs> yeah. So um, he's a little more rambunctious, a little more energetic, but he's also a little bit younger. We like to say he's a little rougher around the edges, but I think for him, again, that can bring a lot of joy into a room because he's just kind of peppy. You know, he's just like, I'm here and I love people and I love life and I don't know, whatever you want me to do, I'm here to do it. And he really wants to please you. So he just really brightens up a room. Um, And I think he does have that sense as well, like Molly does. It's just, he does it in his own special way because he um, he has also had some interactions where he really has honed in on one person and spent more time with them and kind of leans into them if that makes sense even as you know physically even his body leaning into them giving them that assurance that hey everything's going to be all right molly and rocco spent time with jill they developed a trusting relationship with her transforming molly and rocco into valuable team members if you want to hear more of jill powell's stories Go to GodInOurDogs.com forward slash listen, and her show is number 112. Now, let's hear from Tom Allred. Tom wanted to make friends with a dog who absolutely did not want to be friendly. How did he turn things around? Phoebe was a miniature rat terrier, uh-huh. and affectionately, I, I've referred to her more often as a miniature rat terrorist <laughs> than a miniature rat terrier, but... She was, she was a dog who had, upon my first meeting and seeing her absolute ferocious anger, angst, wanting to get to me and chew me up and make me into a pile of sawdust on the floor, I'm telling you, this dog was driven. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the, the owner of this dog would, when I was coming over, would put Phoebe on a leash 
and anchor that to the dining room table that was one of those four-legged oak heavy tables and that dog would tug at that leash so much it would move that table a little bit on the floor it couldn't move it very far she's not that big of a dog but she was absolutely interested in eliminating me from the face of the earth oh, I mean, boy. It, wasn't, it wasn't a casual thing and yeah. it took a very long time uh-huh. for that relationship to change how did your relationship end up developing through the years well it was really interesting right off the bat I was interested in making a friend of this dog in spite of her <laughs> action to the contrary and so I would be patient and and work towards getting her trust obviously to me at some point or another she had become afraid of men she didn't have that reaction when women came to visit oh. she had that reaction when any man came to visit and I was going to be a regular visitor because she happened to have been the dog of a lady that I was attracted to and ultimately eventually married and so I really needed to earn this dog's trust so that everybody could be comfortable with me being a part of uh, you know not the family at first but being around right and so you know I, I worked at it long and hard. I mean, it was a couple of years over of time when she slowly became tolerant of me. And mm-hmm. r- literally in a couple of years, she, she learned to tolerate me, but she wasn't much interested yeah. in so having a relationship. What would you recommend to people? I'm sure that that's not a unique situation. What would you recommend to our listeners who are in that kind of a situation where they've got a dog that they do want to make friends with? How can they accomplish that? Well, you know, in the bigger pictures, I reflect on these kind of things. I realize that there really aren't coincidences in life. These events come to us as an opportunity for us to learn, and it helps us to develop a, a more gentle approach rather than, oh, that's a misbehaving dog, so I'm, I'm just going to shove it off in a closet every time I come over. No, that's not what I wanted to do, and it wouldn't be the right thing to do. Uh, I, I like to think of the fact that over time she gained trust in me. She gained acceptance of me. She wouldn't run away from me. And and of course, some treats were involved, a bone once in a while. Those never hurt. I'm telling you. And so, you know, we developed a relationship where now she could tolerate me. And then as I began really wanting to stroke her, give her a little massage of her shoulders and her upper back and so forth, which is a habit I've had with dogs for a long time. And, And at first she bristled and and over time, she became comfortable with that. And, and that literally, I believe, was what convinced her that I was actually a good guy. And I wasn't going to recreate whatever terror she had experienced, though I'm pretty darn mm-hmm. sure she had been abused by somebody who wore big boots, shall we say. Yeah, uh, I'm sure that's true, Tom. But over time, it was amazing uh, because she then grew closer and closer. And as she got a whole lot more white on her muzzle and uh, was more uh, frail, she would be drawn to me even over Joyce. Mm -hmm. And final days, literally a a week of not feeling well and getting going downhill, going downhill, she would come to me and I would hold her and I literally put a towel across my lap and held her as we were watching something on TV. And it was during that time that she passed and she, she was seeking being on my lap. And when I think about how my relationship has gone with my father in heaven and the, you know, the experience I've had in times that I felt abandoned or perhaps being punished and then got a better perspective and realized that had nothing to do with it, 
I became more aware of the tenderness, the, the guidance, and the love that was actually being expressed to me by my Heavenly Father as I was being provided for so well. Though pain was often a part of my experience, and so my reactions weren't always kind. But it was a good thing for me to be able to learn that. And I think that happening over the years is part of why I realized Phoebe was in need of caring and love in spite of her rejection of me Mm -hmm. and that 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 worked, that we eventually developed a really tight bond and good relationship. And I think about my own relationship with the Lord and the the years where I was uh, perhaps coloring outside the lines a bit and and Mm -hmm. not not living the life that he had planned for me, but his grace, his patience with me allowed me to see that love and realize the importance of it in my life and realign my behavior Mm -hmm. with what could be his will for me. Time and patience developed trust. After trust came a meaningful relationship that lasted for years. Looking back, Tom found that his relationship with God had some similarities. God's grace and patience allowed Tom to see God's love much as Phoebe saw Tom's grace, patience, and love for him. If you want to hear more of Tom Allred's stories, go to godinourdogs.com forward slash listen and his show is number 134. Before hearing from Connie Klein and Dan Roselle, I'd like to tell you about our sponsor today, Wheeler's Western Outfitters. Wheeler's has an amazing selection for anyone who ranches, owns dogs, cattle, horses, participates in 4-H, or just enjoys feeding the deer. Find a full line of hats, boots, clothing for men, women, and kids, beautiful jewelry, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers, and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. They have great products and advice, plus they greet you with a smile and a helpful attitude. Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10 in Bernie, or wheelersoutfitters.com. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscombe Law, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Kendall County Abstract, and the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning. Because of them, we have a wonderful website, godinourdogs.com, including my blog and the sign-up for a weekly thought to ponder with stories based on my dogs on the Want a Treat page. You can also listen to those Thoughts to Ponder Thursday mornings at 745 and 845 on Bernie Radio, 103.9 FM or the Bernie Radio app. Check out our show webpage for regular updates and resources. That's GodInOurDogs.com for lots of treats. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. GodAndOurDogs.com This is Judge Kirsten Cahoon, and you are listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our show is a theme show today about transformation. We are featuring stories and insights from four of our previous guests. Our guests today, in order of appearance, are Jill Powell with Canines for Christ, Tom Allred, the amputee nomad, Connie Klein, executive director of Hill Country Mission for Health, and Dan Roselle, missionary in Panama. 
before the break, we heard from Jill Powell and Tom Allred. Our next guest is Connie Klein. Connie's dog, Percy, brought metamorphosis to her family. As a young person, you know, we were raised up in a Christian home, and I've always believed in God. I've always known that Jesus was my Savior. I was about 10 years old when I was, uh, when I accepted Christ as my Savior uh, with my grandma in church, in her church. I knew that I was saved, but I didn't know how to really apply that to my life. And the older I got, the more I started realizing, I, I'm a Christian. I need to behave like one. I need to recognize and try to see God in the moment every time. I call it a miracle. Every day there's a miracle. And uh, if you can try to always focus and be in the moment, I think you see that more and more. It, and it just becomes a, a ritual kind of every day. Yeah. I'm, the older I get, the more two and two equals four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, I, I think you do. You go through a metamorphosis, even as an adult. It, you, you know what you believe and what you should be doing. But then when you really get into that, you start acting it out. Mm-hmm. And that's where every day I, ha- I say, okay, today's going to be a good day. God gave me another day. Let's make the most of it. And then by the time I get to work, I forgot what I said. <laughs> Yeah. You know, but yeah. It, well, and too, I think we can really see that and appreciate it through our dogs too, and the relationship we have with them, and the way that we can interact with them. So, Connie, you know, it's really interesting. You're talking about transformation and metamorphosis, mm-hmm. and you said something really interesting when we were visiting ahead of time, and that is that you think life changes about every seven years. Yes. What do you mean by that? I feel like about every seven years, e- either our circle of friends change based on what our children are involved in in school, how they're growing, how they're maturing and, and changing in, in their own ways. And one of the things that prompted that change at one point was Percy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we brought him home, it, it was a whole new realm of responsibility. And as he grew so did they, and and vice versa, obviously. And I feel like as we get older, we always change. Every day we're changing. The The change in him was all of a sudden one day I realized he wasn't a puppy anymore. And, you know, we when we were talking earlier before the show, I, I said, outlook on the growth of our children or any other thing is you don't you don't really know when the last time is going to be and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden there it is yeah and it's gone and we don't do that anymore and so that is the end of that sort of seven-year era that that I was talking about really helps you to be appreciate being in the moment yes yeah Yeah, and loving the people we're with yes soak it all up fast I mean time doesn't stand still for anybody that's a hard concept for people to to swallow they think oh well they'll always be tomorrow but there may not be connie reminds us transformation happens throughout our lives our dogs are one example our children another connie encourages us to embrace metamorphosis while appreciating our lives along the way connie klein's show is number 138 on god forward slash listen now we hear from dan roselle Luna joined Dan's family unexpectedly. She transformed in many ways. Transform, using that word, brought me to think about another dog Mm -hmm. that we had, Luna. Luna. A boxer. 
Al, uh, we had a property. We just moved to a property here in the area, actually, and a couple who had, uh, they were transitioning from their house in, in another city, and they had this boxer. And when we went to see him they, before they moved, the boxer was overweight. I mean, really overweight. She waddled instead of walked. Mm. Uh, she hardly moved, and they said she was partially blind, couldn't see so well. And uh, so they came to stay with us for a few months. And uh, we went, and I was giving them a little tour of our property, which was kind of big, about 12 to 15 acres, I think. And the dog could not make it. Luna just, she started, and that's, she couldn't go any further. Well, a month or two down the road, because she was not a house dog, I mean, she had been, but she, she, we didn't want her as a house dog. And she lived outside, and within a month or so, she'd lost all that weight. She was running, chasing birds, squirrels, all sorts of things. And she just changed, mm-hmm. totally changed. And I thought when that was not just a change, it was a transformation. And I think that's what happens with us. When we come to God and he puts us into a situation or we go into a situation where we want to be transformed, transformed, the Bible talks about it in Romans 12, 1 and 2, about being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so that happens primarily through the Word of God. So reading that, it's sort of like we come into a different living experience, just mm-hmm. like Luna did from the indoor, no, hardly no yard. I don't think there was any grass around her house. And... Uh, to 12 acres of fields and grass mm-hmm. and trees, and she started running, and she changed. And that's what happens with us. You know, we, we, get, we get transformed, changed. I know that has happened in my life. My mind has been, my heart mm-hmm. has been both transformed from the Word of God. Yeah. And it, it sounds to me like Luna, dogs don't really resent anything, I don't think, but I can't think of the right word. We're were they, they're kind of fighting the change. Mm-hmm. You know, she just went with the flow of her new situation mm-hmm. instead of fighting it. Mm-hmm. And we're not real good at that as people, are we? No, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> change is probably, it's inevitable, mm-hmm. but it's often hard. Yeah. You know, Dan, that really reminds me that God kind of puts that desire on our heart. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that we necessarily choose. It just kind of develops. Mm-hmm. That kind of makes me think about what Luna did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, I was thinking about it again today because in her life, she was just trusting her owners. You know, mm-hmm. they, she just came along and then she was there and all of a sudden it was new, but she was fine. She ate well. She loved it. And she was different. She was really different. She ended up staying with us a couple of years, actually. Oh, I the, can see. The yeah. family moved, but they couldn't take her with. And so she stayed there and she was just as happy as could be. Now, I was thinking about that because uh, today, because even when we transform and we really get close to God and we have that great relationship with the Lord and we become new creatures, like it says mm-hmm. in the Bible, mm-hmm. when we're born again, it doesn't mean we're perfect. Because, That's a good point. And we still have problems in our life and things happen, but we've, you know, we took care of, we, we cleaned up, but that's what God does with us. He said, okay. Mm-hmm. You made some major changes, but that was a little tough. Yeah. Let me help you out of that Yeah, one. life is still not going to ever be perfect. No, it will yeah. not be. Yeah, we still have to live in the world with yes. all its imperfections. Yes. But isn't it nice to know that we've got a God that is there for us to yeah. help smooth it out again? <laughs> oh, that has helped me so much in my life. Made such a difference, and I don't, I can't think of, I just never, I can't think of what it would be like without it. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. I'm just thankful for that relationship with God. Luna transformed after trusting the people in her life. 
Luna reminds us of our relationship with God. Transformation is ongoing as a deeper relationship with God develops. If you want to hear more from Dan Roselle, go to GodInOurDogs.com forward slash listen and his show is number 223. Thank you, Jill Powell, Tom Allred, Connie Klein, and Dan Roselle. Rescues. I wonder if in some ways we are all rescues. Just like our rescue dogs, we need time with God, learning to believe in his grace and patience as we develop trust in him. As we transform, we can still make some mistakes, but God has grace enough to continue to change us and develop his relationship with us. So that leads me to a thought to ponder. Yes, P-A-W-N-D-E-R. All of my dogs transformed over time and we developed wonderful relationships. As we experienced new adventures together, we also had the opportunities to grow in new ways. I ponder, what new adventures can I go on with God to further my spiritual transformation? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at GodInOurDogs.com. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including Ben Adam Architect, Celeste, the Dinger Training Company, and Turfmaster. This is Meg Greer, and you have been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for show bonuses. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at God and Our Dogs and click follow. Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and Our Dogs. God and Our Dogs.com. Live or love the Western lifestyle? Then Wheeler's Western Outfitters and Bernie is your dream store. Hi, I'm Dale Garner. With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. We believe in quality products, honest advice, and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10, and Bernie, or Wheeler'sTX.com.